1: Restrictions apply. The numbers told the story, they always do. So, of those idiots who believe in analytics, this is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa.
6: Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander in the hizzy. Kelly Bedland, producer number nine. So much more than the producers here as well. Kelly, good morning, sir. Good
5: morning. Good morning. How
6: are you? I'm good. I'm good. Kelly's very Kelly's playing hurt today, everybody. You all right?
5: Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm
6: good. Right, just making sure. Uh so you're playing hurt.
5: Yeah, come
6: on. Oh, uh, you've been playing through. Whatever well, this, you guys It's the NFL, through.
5: right? Everybody everybody's hurt this time. That's year. right. You hurt or you injured?
6: That's right. <laughs> all right. Listen, on the show today, Joe Pita joins us, our number one. Now, for those who've listened to a numbers game for years, you know this has become sort of an annual event where now that Circus Survivor is under the 50 entry mark, Joe goes into how to hedge this Wall Street-style mode. And so we'll talk to uh, Joe, um, agree or disagree with his strategies. Some will have the means, some will not. There's all kinds of character, uh, all kinds of sort of factors, I should say, that are involved in this. But we'll get into it with Joe. 30 entries remain out of the uh, 6,133 that started in Circus Survivor. And even if you're not involved... Maybe one day you will be, and this will be something to sort of lean on as a sort of plant a seed in your brain for that time in your life when you are in this position. Will Hill will join us, talk NFL and NBA as well. Mike Pritchard, our own Mike Pritchard, who was uh, kind enough to join me on the Megapod with uh, Parlay and Wishnev last week, host of the Pro Football Blitz, we'll talk NFL with him and Jason Weingarten, back on soil, from under a cloud of smoke, talking uh all his bets with us a little later on. Kelly, we'll uh, do a – I guess we'll take a look at that McShay draft 1.0, NFL draft 1.0. Yeah. A little too early for this, I guess it is. But we'll take a look; it'll be interesting.
5: I don't, oh, man. I don't think so. For the, it, the way you and I have been bat- betting NFL drafts the past the, few years,
6: that's the thing about it. We make so we do so well on this that it doesn't matter. I how don't early. think it matters. Yeah, bring it on, Todd McShay. And, and,
5: and you know, we we bet it so often. These are the types of things that move markets, right? Guys like McShay putting out mock drafts. That's right. As much as you're kind, of, you know, as much as people might chuckle at home, right? He's going to have seventeen of these. These are what move numbers in the betting market.
6: Yes, and as it, as the draft approaches, they move them even that much more dramatically. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful betting experience. The whole thing. We'll do that uh, a whole bunch more. Let us begin with just some of the news from yesterday. Uh, first, Kelly, you uh, you fell asleep early on this because you said, "Oh wow, the Celtics are up twenty. What's the point of staying up?"
5: All right, well, yeah, I watched the
6: end of uh, watched the end of the
5: Pelicans game uh, where they made. And, and Gil, what do you always say about the NBA where the difference is? Uh, you all, you gotta,
6: just, all you got to do is look at the uh, who made the threes and who didn't. Yeah, who made the
5: threes. Well, if you only make four threes in a game, it's going to be hard to win, and that was what the Pelicans did last night. And the uh, the refs like to keep Zion, Zion Williamson on the bench for some reason because uh,
6: he was destroying the Jazz. but okay. was in foul trouble. Let's put context on this. You had the Pelicans last yes, night? Yes, of course I had the Pelicans <laughs> last <laughs> night, just yes. i curious. Uh, Very angry. Jazz roll them 121 to 100. By the way, how good has marketing become? I love watching it. Uh, it is. It it is,
5: look. I am on a bit of a fade the Jazz train right now, but Lowry Markinen has been so impressive this year. It is it's incredible, and look, he's going to make himself a lot of money. And of all these guys that you might look at right now as trade pieces going forward, he is not one of them, or no. I, or he shouldn't be. Utah should be keeping that guy and building a, you know. Using him as part of what they're building around for the next couple
6: years. Imagine the Pac-12 tournament was here a few years ago at uh, T-Mobile, and it was him and DeAndre Ayton on the same Arizona team, and we're all like, oh, he's Dirk. He's Dirk 2.0. Yeah. Uh, but as far as that Lakers game, and I ended up you. I ended up on the Celtics here minus three and a half in this game. And this was one of these where. Oh, I didn't bet it. I, oh, you didn't know? I thought, oh, Drew did. I was Drew, Drew did. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, this was one of these where I texted you afterwards. I'm like, you bet on this stuff every night? You bet NBA pre-flop every night with this stuff. <laughs> Celtics were up 20 as many, by as many as 20. The Lakers went on an 18 to nothing run at one point as part of a greater 45-12 to 12 run. The Lakers ended up up 30. Now, by the way, they were up 20 late third quarter, the Celtics. The Lakers ended up up 13 with under four minutes left. That's insane. Up 13. And then the Celtics chip, 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 chip. You got a Marcus Smart three to cut it to two, and then a Jason Tatum bucket with 18 seconds left that held when LeBron missed the three at the buzzer, overtime, and the Celtics, who were sort of running away with overtime, then almost botched the uh, cover as well. There, Lakers just needed to hit a final shot. Instead, the Laker instead the Celtics win by four. So, legitimately, I one lost. One and almost lost that bet, <laughs> all in a span of like fun, a quarter <laughs> and a half And OT team. I'm like, I checked Kelly immediately. I'm like, really, you bet this every night? Um, so that was amazing. So big win for the Celtics, really, after bouncing back from that horrible loss to the Clippers the night before. Yeah, and then in hockey last night, we don't we don't typically uh, talk about hockey landmarks, but this one deserves a mention. Alex Ovechkin goals number seven ninety eight, seven ninety nine, and eight hundred. Joining the exclusive 800-goal club, only Wayne Gretzky with 894 and Gordie Howe with 801. have inhabited that club before, and Ovechkin with three of his most ho-hum goals that you'll ever see, really. It was not his standard, I'm going to stand in my office here to the left of the goal and slap one in. This was just him sort of hanging around and batting them in. And he uh, had the hat trick, and he gets to 800.
5: So is he, is he at exactly 800? Exactly okay. 800. So, oh,
6: okay. One shy of how for second place.
5: I feel like that was not clear in all the a couple articles I read today.
6: Oh, yeah. Oh.
5: Um, I knew he had hit 800. I was like, has he
6: passed it, or did he hit exactly No, he just got to 800 last night.
5: There were betting odds on which game he would do it in, so I, that that's the one. Cha-ching. It, it cashes. The other one I want to bring up in hockey from last night, I, I saw this late yesterday. Did you see the line on that Maple Leafs-Ducks game? Oh no! What was it? Maple Leafs hosting the Ducks yesterday as a five dollar favorite, they won, and they
6: put up a touchdown. They won by it. a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I did see the score. That's seven and nothing. <laughs> Leafs over the Ducks. Andy McNeil says it a lot. We ask him, you know, when he's on. We say, hey, listen. In our other sports, when there's four dollar dogs or three fifty, it's sort of an auto play. Would you do that in hockey and Andy? Well, and we always think more obvious in hockey than in other sports. It makes sense. Right. And Andy, who's a, who's a robot with hockey numbers is like, no, not really. Sorry. Not yeah. really. Yeah,
5: He always kills our fun on that. Yeah.
6: Yeah. But so, you know, he's
5: right when he's typically seven right. To nothing. Maple Leafs.
6: And I'm like, what about after the first period? Maybe then? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, baseball news yesterday. How about the Giants? And get their Aaron Judge, but they got Carlos Correa, baby. Carlos Correa for a 13-year. Yeah, 13 years. $350 million deal. Record-long deal actually matches the 13 years of Bryce Harper. That's the richest ever for the position, shortstop. It gives the team a franchise-type player around, which it plans to build. Sources telling ESPN, uh, this is the in terms of just the size of the money. Only Mike Trout... Um, Mookie Betts and Aaron Judge had bigger deals in just in terms of the volume of cash. but 13 years, so Correa's 28. All of these deals, by the way, are just albatrosses five years down the road. Like, it's just unbelievable. So he's 28 years old. It's a 13-year deal. He's a shortstop. He's, a, he's awesome. Um, Brandon Crawford, who has been the giant shortstop forever now, now, with, with the retirement of Buster Posey, Buster Posey was the last giant who won all three World Series. He was, there were nine giants who won World Series in 2010, 2012, and 2014. Posey was the last one to be around. Crawford and Belt. Belt is a free agent now. Crawford won the last two, 2012 and 2014. So he's been around as early as 2011.
5: Okay. And so he's
6: going to move over probably to second base, I'm going to guess. I think Maybe that's third. what I heard when they were shopping for –
5: because they've been in this shortstop market, right?
6: Yeah. So, I mean, then they signed. They went ahead and they saw Sean Manaya Ross Stripling. So the Giants making moves. I'm actually happier with them spending the money on Correa than I was with Judge, to be honest with you.
5: I was just going to ask yeah. you that. Okay. Yeah.
6: Well, yeah, and,
5: thir- thirteen years, man. These deals are
6: crazy. It's amazing.
5: I don't even know. I don't know what in my life I could commit to. Thirteen years
6: down the road. Okay, Veasan offered you right now, Kelly. Thirteen years. Let's forget about three hundred fifty million. Let's say thirty-five million. You'd commit to thirteen years, wouldn't you?
5: Do I have to work with Wyatt Tomcheck every day? Well,
6: that's a good point. Put that in there. There, you could add that in a clause. <laughs> I, I don't want to work with Wyatt Tomchek. Wait, what's the numbers? Thirteen thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kelly yeah I'm signing yes you're signing how about 13 3.5 are you signing oh, Guy I
5: play that game all the time with people D- don't play that game with me
6: <laughs> don't play it because we can spend 10 minutes we playing could. this game yeah we could um I love playing that game with people as, as far as baseball bets by the way and I haven't made these yet let me just full disclosure but the two that I'm thinking about and you got to take flyers in baseball there's no point to me in taking you know a short shot at this point. The Giants, of course, and everybody knows I'm sort of in the tank for the Giants, but I do legitimately think that the Giants and the Rays are the smartest organizations in baseball. I think a flyer on the Giants is worth it. And I do think in the American League, and this is where I'm going to let the just the hate wash over me, I do think there's a case to be made for the Texas Rangers, who vastly underperformed last year.
5: Your odds on both those teams, 35-1 to 1 on the Giants to win the World Series, and same on the Rangers.
6: Rangers are down to 35-1? to 1. Yeah, they're down to 35. I believe they were 50-ish, right, when we were looking at this? That's unfortunate. Uh, and then I sort of alluded to this yesterday, and we sort of passed through it because Colt Beasley had signed with the Bills and T.Y. Hilton had signed with the Cowboys, and I just very sort of whimsically said, I don't know if it was whimsically, but I just sort of flippantly said, so I guess people finally realize that it's not worth paying Odell Beckham Jr. what he wants, and, and that's the word now. The word about OBJ is that, Several NFL teams believe now that uh, Odell Beckham is leaning towards sitting out yeah. the rest of the year. By the way, can you sit out if you've just not played I, Gil, at Like, What I is that the, terminology? I, I
5: love how you led into that, and yeah. I know exactly how I put it on the rundown. It's yeah. amazing how everything keeps being spun the Odell way, right? I'm sitting so, out. You know what? I don't
6: like any of these teams right yeah. now.
5: I'm going to choose, Gil, to wait for free agency where I can select anyone
6: I want. Kelly, you know I'm going to sit out the rest of the NFL season, too. <laughs> I've decided that just now. I'm going to sit it out.
5: Or maybe it's he's coming off of a massive injury still, and people have question marks about a, what,
6: 29-year-old wide receiver off of an injury like that? And the rest of the spin is gearing up for free agency in March, where, quote, he'll be the prize of the free agency receiver class, one executive said. That according to Jeremy Fowler. I I guess. Really? Really? I don't know about that. Joe Pita. Hedging Survivor. This is fascinating. Next, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today.
4: What's up? I'm John Wall.
5: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Games.
1: Numbers game on VSIN,
6: the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gamble problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It's a numbers game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Okay. Uh, Circus Survivor started with 6,133 entries, all at $1,000 a pop. We are down to 30. And if we could flash up those first two uh, graphics here, Kelly, just to sort of set the stage, 30 entries left. The first seven weeks, if you recall, we went from 6,133 to 6,000, excuse me, to 125. Literally 6,008 got bounced in seven weeks. In the subsequent seven weeks, we went from 125 to 70 weeks, meaning of Thanksgiving in there as well. Then this past week, the second, in terms of percentage, the second biggest week of carnage, went from 70 to 30. So the intrinsic value of each remaining entry is now two hundred and four thousand. $433.33. By the way, a couple other notes uh, about this. We have only one person left, as far as we know, with more than one entry. Uh, The Enemy Within has two entries. There are two entries that have the Kansas City Chiefs available. By the way, I don't know if it's minus 16, but it is north of two touchdowns. Mad Dog 2 and Salty K5. That's the obvious choice of the week, Week 15. And then remember, there's a bonus. Uh, If you can get to the end of the road, if you will, with the Rams and the Bengals still available last year's two Super Bowl teams, you'll get a million-dollar bonus. There are two entries that still have that possibility, Bull Hill one and Howard Hamlin one, just, just for some background.
5: Just fascinating how uh, yeah. you, you would have no desire to use the Rams anytime soon, but the no. Bengals, you might want to.
6: Well, I was, I was we've joked all year, maybe using the Rams should be the <laughs> bonus. Uh, but this is the stage where we like to bring in our buddy Joe Pita. He is the author of Trading Bases. And, of course, also uh, when he transitioned to golf, Joe Pita's tour guide presenting a 2019 Masters preview. Wall Street veteran joins us right now to talk about what to do to hedge. Good morning to you, Joe.
7: Good morning, Gil. Uh, coming to you. Live from Profit Headquarters somewhere in the swamps of Jersey. And uh, like Kelly, I am playing Hurt today.
6: You are playing Hurt today. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, I was in... I was in second,
7: you'll like this. I was in uh, New York City. Uh, the reason I was, I'm here in New York City is I was there last night for the induction of the class of 2022 of the Sports Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Wow. And uh, so it was... Great event, but uh, yeah, those uh, that's an industry that knows how to have fun uh, as well. And I got to tell you, the only reason I went, because I, I was positive uh, that our mutual friend, uh, Chris Felica, would be inducted. And, and when I found out he wasn't, uh, I, I had to be restrained from rushing the stage <laughs> Kanye-like to uh, t- take a, an award on his behalf.
6: A Kanye-like. I like that. All right, Joe. So I appreciate the uh, Kanye Taylor Swift reference. That'll bring in the uh, 14 year old girl demographic to the show today. Um, Let me let's start. Let's start at the very basic thing. Let's act like what's Denzel's line in Philadelphia. I want you to explain this to me like I'm a two year old. Let's start with for those who are new to betting or just, you know, new ish. Let's start with the definition of a hedge.
7: Yeah, so a hedge, a true hedge, right? At this point, people start talking about, how can I hedge this? This is worth a lot of money. Uh, It's winner take all. Is there anything I can do to hedge it? And, you know, people come up with some ideas that aren't necessarily hedges. And so what I always say is, you know, the definition of a hedge is it has to raise your floor and lower your ceiling. Uh, Both of those have to occur or it's not really a hedge. And in fact, what it usually is, is just another bet. In the simplest example of that is, you know, let's say that you have the commanders left this week and you're going to take them. And you'll hear people say, well, I'll just bet the Giants plus the points. And, you know, and then I'll say, well, how much are you going to do that for? And, and they'll say, well, my entry cost me 1000 I want to make something. It's worth so much. I'll put a few grand on, uh, on the Giants. And so, Gil, and I know why they think it's a hedge, because in some ways they're saying I'll be happy either way. But it's not really a hedge because if the commanders win and cover, now their floor, which was a thousand dollars for the initial entry, now they're down another two, three, four grand, having bet the giants uh, plus the points. And then I say to them, "Well, what are you going to do next week? Are you chasing five now? And if you lose that, are you chasing ten the third week?" So um and and actually it's a bet it's another bet because it actually raises their ceiling because of course they can win both bets right mm-hmm. washington could uh, advance and at the same time they might not cover um so that's not really a hedge so given that there's so much money at stake um here for for people with you know with a two hundred thousand dollar plus intrinsic value there is a way to actually hedge and as i always say to you a perfect hedge would be it if you could sell, say, 25% of your entry for $50,000, right? That way your floor is now, I'm making 50,000 minus the 1,000 cost of the entry. And my ceiling is only going to be 75% of $6.1 so That's a perfect hedge. But as we know, there is no market for that, uh, you know, to make that. If somebody offers you that, yeah. you know, take it you know send them a one page contract and and wire instructions and you know if they back away well you know it, it it's not really available and even um, and even however, if you're
6: doing that I'm sorry to step in even if you're doing that it doesn't have to be exactly for the for the intrinsic value amount even if you're doing that 75 80 cents on the dollar that's still the most perfect sort of hedge you're talking about
7: well it's a it's a hedge with a cost yeah. and i would i would say if you've got capital available You can make that same hedge for much less friction. Um, So I wouldn't want to take too much of a discount. If somebody was offering me, you know, a couple percent discount, you know, 20, you know, they'll take 25 percent for 22 or 23 percent. Yeah, I'd probably do that just to keep it simple. But as we'll go over, there is a way to synthetically create that 25 percent sale for 25 percent of your value. Uh, and that, and that's what we'll go
6: over here. Okay. We'll go over that. Let, let me, let's get, let's seize on that one phrase that you used. If you have capital available to you. So that is the key sort of phrase here, right? Like not everybody's going to have this ability, but if you do, this is, this is where we're working from. Correct.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk just, you know, legal Nevada betting. Um, and we're going to, I'll use circa odds in my example, um, whatever you're hedging, I find you need about 150% of that in capital to make it happen. So if you're trying to hedge $20,000, you really need to bring $30,000 to the counter. And in the example I'll go over, it, 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 you know, it's to hedge 50,000 or 25% of the intrinsic value, and you really need to bring 70, 75 to the counter to do it. Um, you know, your credit terms may vary, but that's the legal way that, uh, uh, you know, I look at this and it's the way I executed mine last
6: year. Okay. So let's, let's work on this from a specific example. Let's throw up that other graphic guys that you just had up there. If you would, uh, there are, this is a tough week, right? As we, because there's only, there's only eight teams that are favored by, I guess there's only eight that are four or more. So, and on the left side of this graphic, you know, Buffalo of the remaining 30 entries none have them left. Philadelphia's a big favorite. Of the remaining entries none have them left. Dallas uh, of the remaining entries none have them left, which brings us to the only other five teams that have <laughs> that have spreads of four or more. Two people do have KC. We pointed that out before just before you came on air, Joe. Two have KC. Four have Green Bay. Remember now, Green Bay is a seven-point favorite at home on Monday night. Um, And then there's Minnesota, who had nine entries have them left. 23 have both Washington and New Orleans left. So you are operating, for our purposes here, from the assumption of someone who does have Green Bay available. That's right.
7: And I'm assuming they take them. uh, And obviously, if if somebody has the Chiefs, you know, they're going to take them. So yes, I'm going to give this example as if I were one of the players that had Green Bay left, and I'm going to take them. And honestly, Gil, whether I'm right, right or wrong on the distribution of the other ones doesn't matter because you wouldn't put these bets in until Saturday afternoon when Circa releases the uh, the picks. So the the you know the logic of what I'm going to talk about would be the same. You'd just adjust them, you know, if my assumptions on the picks are wrong. But okay. yes, we'll do this from the Green Bay, and and we're doing it from the assumption that we're going to rescue. $50,000 or 25% of the intrinsic value, which means I'm willing to give up 25% of the upside as well. So that's how we'll do that with the uh, hedging.
6: Okay. So before we launch into that, cause we're going to hit a wall, we'll do this right after the break. And I'm going to ask you also questions about, you know, the guy who has two entries is the calculus different for him. Obviously. What about someone who feels like they have better EV with their entry as opposed to the remaining field? We'll get into all that, but just as a starting point, we're going to assume that the two people who have Kansas City are absolutely going to take them. The four people who have Green Bay are absolutely going to take them. There is no overlap between Chiefs entries and Packers entries. And after that, uh, as we're getting interesting, because nine have the Vikings available. Uh, two of those nine, though, still have a Packers and Chiefs entry that or, or play that they can make. So when you're down to 30... You can see the field. You can wrap your brain around the field and make these assumptions. Joe's might not be precise, but the logic he's about to talk about still remains. We'll do that next. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. VSEN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber for only $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, though. Tools like our betting splits let you see where the money and bets are moving every game, deep dive betting reports, plus our ongoing College Bowl coverage with best bets on every bowl game. It's a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at vcin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander, Joe Pita kind enough. To uh, hang out with us for a second segment, um, Wall Street veteran, author of Trading Bases. You can follow him on Twitter at MagicRatSF, his little tribute to uh, Bruce Springsteen for those uh, of a certain age and of a certain uh, musical taste. So, Joe, let's uh, pick up where we left off. So we're talking about Circus Survivor, 30 entries left, and we'll operate here. Again, the key phrase being, if you have the capital to do this, this would be the optimal way to go about hedging. Uh, Let us work from the standpoint, again, of someone who has Green Bay available. That's right.
7: So, okay, so you've got an intrinsic value of $204,000, and you're willing to give up 25% of that to capture $50,000. So the first thing is, hey, what if Green Bay loses this week? I need to put $50,000 in my pocket. So it's a money line bet on the Rams. Circus showing them at plus 264 right now. So to get back 25% of your intrinsic value on the Rams at plus 264, you would need to put down $19,400, and that, that's slightly rounded. Um, but should you do that and the uh, Rams win, Packers lose, you'll have $50,000 in your pocket. Fantastic. Now, of course, there's another side of that, um, and that is the other entrance because people sort of forget your intrinsic value changes two ways. So in other, way, in other words, you've got more than one asset. Yes, your asset, you have an asset, you're long, the Packers this week, but you're actually short what everybody else picks. So and that's where we go to our assumptions and we can move uh, now to the other side of the coin, which is, OK, well, I'm assuming nine people take the uh, commanders. Well, Gil, if the commanders lose, how much is that worth to the other 21 entrants? And the answer is $87,000. Their intrinsic value goes up $87,000 if nine people have the commanders and the commanders lose. And that's because it's essentially, you know, that $1.8 million in intrinsic value that those nine people are losing gets split among the other 21, right? So you, your intrinsic value will go up $87,000. But remember you've in your mind, you've said, I will give away 25% of that. I don't need to capture that. I want to monetize 25% of my entry. So you say, okay, the the commanders, if they lose, it's worth $87,000 to me. I'll give up a quarter of that, which is about 22,000. How do I give up that 22,000? Well, I bet $22,000 on the, uh, on the, uh, commanders to win at minus two twenty, okay. So that's another twenty-two thousand dollars out of pocket that you are now putting on the Commanders to win. You do that same math with Minnesota, with New Orleans, with Kansas City, or whoever your opponents are taking. And Joe, so let, let me figure, step in
6: because I was yep. told there would be no math on the show today, Kelly. <laughs> so there would be no it's getting a little mathy. Could you slowly again for the listener who's trying to follow the the math that you're? actually executing here? Do it for one of the teams again slowly so they can understand? Sure.
7: So everybody's intrinsic value right now is $204,000 and change. That intrinsic value will change, of course, if other people get knocked out. And the way to figure out how much that is worth to you is after the picks come out, you look and you say, uh, we'll make it really easy. We'll go, uh, use your smaller numbers, we'll go with the Chiefs. We know two people are going to take the Chiefs this week. If the Chiefs lose, they will forfeit, both of them will forfeit their intrinsic value of $204,000 and change, or a total of two hundred eight dollars or $209,000. That $209,000 then gets split among the 28 entrants remaining. In other words, those other 28 entrants, their intrinsic value now increases $14,600, right? So now they have 220 of, of intrinsic value. So that's the way to that. That's the way to figure out once all the picks come out, how much value or how short you are. The other teams that, that, that other people take. And, and you, then you hedge that accordingly.
6: And you actually did this when you got down to, to sort of the last stages of survivor. Did you not?
7: It's exactly what I did last year. Just what I described what the, the green Bay person would do Um in in the way I laid that out, they'd have to put down about seventy six thousand dollars at the counter, and and the way to see if your hedge is correct, Gil, is you look and say, what if every team wins so they all advance? Well, your bets will come to near zero. In the case of the Green Bay better, and in the case of me last year with the it was the Vikings, uh, the Lions, I actually ne- I would have netted a little bit of money if everybody won. And the reason is, and, and you alluded to this at, at, as we went out in the break last time, if you have Green Bay left, your entry's worth a little bit more than everybody yes. else's because you've got a three ten favorite, and that will come out in the hedging. If everybody advances, you will net money because your you know hedge is worth more. If you are left picking the smallest favorite, say New Orleans at you know minus one ninety, you will actually be down a little bit. There's a little bit of friction. Uh, If if you bet the money line on all these games as described and everybody wins. Um, But essentially, you're close to zero. And that's the point you you're you're protecting this intrinsic value. And if you play it out till the end, you know, you're you're you will end up with fifty thousand dollars in your pocket um, at worst. And again, that's the whole point. We've raised the floor to fifty thousand dollars. So that's that's the way to kind of do the math to check yourself, uh, make sure you've, you've got it correct. And there is one, there's a couple nuances here. I want to say the one fl- there's, is a fly, really,
6: there's a fly in the ointment here, isn't there? There sure is, Gil. Yeah. And it's
7: really, really important. And it was something I could not uh, get rid of last year. So I I was hanging. Circa heard me describe the, it, it to you last year, and they fixed it for anybody who wants to do it in their shop. And that is a tie. Um, a tie with any of your, uh, the bets on other people's works out for you, right? Cause they get eliminated and you push your money line bet. But if green Bay ties the Rams, you lose your money line bet and you <laughs> don't get anything from your entry, right?
6: Yeah, there's that. So
7: if you can get a prop and I couldn't get it, I went up to Reno and I could not get anybody to write me a ticket on a no tie or to move the money line. Off by half a point, right? I wanted to take you know the Vikings or the uh, the Lions plus a half point. Um, I couldn't get it. Now, like I say, after I went on your show, the good folks at Circa um, issued tie props and where you could bet uh, uh, yes on uh, any tie on individual games, and that's the only way to truly button up your hedge. Otherwise, it you know that. that That small, small chance is out there. And it was terrifying for me. Honestly, it was terrifying that uh, that that was a possibility.
6: Yeah. So, again, just to clarify, this is, again, for those that have the capital, which, again, Joe, I think we we'd both acknowledge uh, that this is a a small percentage of the audience that might have the ability to do this at this point. For those that do, uh, they can hit you up at MagicRadSF if any of the, the math or the machinations of this didn't make sense. And you can sort of walk them through that. But again, if there is someone who wants to buy a percentage of your of your entry, that might be a, a sort of cleaner way to do this at this point.
7: Oh yeah, that's the perfect text, right? That's still you the give perfect twenty five percent equity for so you know twenty five or twenty four percent. Yeah, that's perfect. That's okay, perfect text. So here are the here
6: are the the two follow ups are, and we alluded to one. So if if I believe if I've got the Chiefs available, and then this week, and then moving forward, I actually have a favorable team that most others don't. Would you still recommend them starting this now, or would you say to those people, no, play it out until you get to a point where you don't have a bigger advantage?
7: Oh, no, Gil, I would play it out now. And the beauty is where I just said, in my example, I I pointed out if you have the Packers, you'd have to put down uh, $19,000, right, to to give yourself the chance to monetize it for 50. Well, if you have uh, the Chiefs, you only have to, instead of putting down uh, $19,000, uh, you only have to put down $7,000 cause you can get the Texans at plus seven twenty. So that's where your event. I mean that literally you're saving $12,000 out of pocket. That's where you can see just how much of an advantage you do have. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm so, just sort of
6: inserting real life, th- you know, some real life thoughts into how these people might view it. Right. The guy that has two entries, do you say to him, same thing applies, even though you have two entries, or would you say to him, no, play a split here at this point and worry about this next week?
7: See, I kind of think the picking is separate from the decision on what what you're trying to monetize. Right. Um, Yeah, I mean, he's got $400,000 worth of of asset to monetize. So, yes, I would. And the mechanics for him, I did notice that he really can't take the same teams this week. The mechanics for him are the same way. You you lay it out two ways, and you might have some hedges that, that offset each other, um but yeah the, the the mechanics don't change and you quickly you also said people can reach out they did last year i had an actual entrant reach out last year send me a spreadsheet to make sure he had the math right um a lot of fun of course i um i be because people may have their own uh, yeah. uh, uh pool at home
6: that's right well, this is well that's the point not yeah. So this is a proxy for those that are are still involved in theirs around the country joe always fascinating really appreciate it man Thanks, yo. Joe Pita, everybody, at Magic Rat SF. We'll come back, Will Hill. Less math on the other side. Promise. Game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's that time of year again, and there's no better way for sports fans to celebrate the season than with BetMGM's 12 days of giveaways. Opening your presents is easy. Just sign into your BetMGM account, unwrap a new giveaway every day between December 14th and December 25th. You'll find everything a better needs to enjoy the holidays, including deposit matches, free bets, and parlay boost tokens for all your favorite sports. Log into your BetMGM account or sign up today for 12 days of giveaways from the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wage a new and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Skill Alexander is Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, you got all that? You took notes with Joe? You got all that down on paper? Yeah, absolutely. Spreadsheets yeah. out, ready to go? Got it. It's always fascinating. Always fascinating because most people don't think of it that way. Yeah. And like and like we said at the beginning, you may not have that situation right now, but one day in your future, hopefully if you're fortunate, you will be in some contest where this kind of thing will apply, and hopefully that planet is
5: I saved. just think it's the, it's the you know, we're always, when we're talking about contests or futures or whatever, right? It's the... I, we, we, we always talk about there's there's always this camp of people that don't hedge, this camp of people that hedge. I think regardless, you should always be breaking down the numbers like that and seeing what kind of profit you could lock in at a certain yep. point uh, if you get far enough down that road like people are in Survivor right now. So, yeah, I mean, when you're sitting there, it, you know, and Joe's laying out for you exact ways of without fail for you to lock in $50,000 on a $1,000 investment, Okay, it's it's no. something you need to at least consider.
6: Not without fail, because there is the tie uh, fly in the ointment, but yeah, close to without fail. <clears throat> Pardon me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a man who enjoys Jason Garrett's peculiar stare at Maria Taylor in NBC Sunday Night Football's halftime promo as much as I do, it's a recent contributor Will Hill. How you doing, Will? Brock Purdy's
8: the man. Lions keep winning. <laughs> that's the most awkward thing ever it's it's terrifying actually the garrett the slow turn with that grin he looks like the riddler or something oh it gives me the creeps what's going on
6: the slow turn how you doing uh will hill with the celestial lighting today back to the celestial lighting we appreciate it uh will let us start with first of all let me just talk to you about the the giant signing correa you like that
8: move Man, it's crazy how much money these teams have. I mean, like like you said, five years in, all these contracts are going to be albatrosses. But, hey, these owners, they're billionaires, most of them. Uh, There's no salary cap. I think we're seeing now that these these teams are making way more money than they let on. So, hey, they're going to be good. Baseball, yeah, I mean, so yeah.
6: destitute, Will, remember? So yeah. destitute, these owners, they say that.
8: Yeah, pass it, pass it around the hat. Then they got $350 million to spend on shortstops. It's amazing. They'll be good. Look, they won 107 games two years ago, which is still hard to believe. It is. You know, Running Scott Casper out there every five days at the end of the year. Uh, that's just, man, th- there should be a 30 for 30 on how that happened. But, look, it's a good division. I wonder if L.A. will, will respond here and sign Swanson to play shortstop because, you know, usually they, they sort of behave like the old Yankees used to where, Uh, they just try to one-up you no matter what these other teams do. So the Padres are loaded. uh, The Giants are going to be good. The Dodgers are still the Dodgers. So fun division, man. That's That's a rough life if you're the Rockies or the Diamondbacks.
6: Forgive me if I've asked you this before, but have you made any baseball futures bets yet?
8: The night DeGrom signed, I just grabbed a 50 to one on Texas. I don't even know if it that's was a good real. number. It's just sort of my reflex to to try to beat the market when one of these big signings. And look, it's still DeGrom. He's still, if you can tell me he's healthy, he's probably still the best pitcher in baseball. So I don't even know that I got a great number. Speaking of good divisions, that's a good division with Houston, Seattle. So, I mean, at best, maybe they're the third best team in baseball. But who knows? That's you know, they signed some guys last year. You know, they bring Bochi in. They're willing to spend. You add DeGrom. I still don't love their pitching. I don't know that I got a great number, but just sort of a reflex when I see something like that to just well, grab a number.
6: Well, the Rangers calculus and I talked about you know wanting to make that bet too and haven't, um, but it was about the fact that they underperformed more vastly yeah. than any other team in Major League Baseball, both from a Pythag standpoint and a base run standpoint last year. So you start with that as a baseline. Then you add Bruce Bochy. If, if you feel like a manager means a few games. Um, and then you add Jacob to And so all those things collectively sort of uh, trigger the bet. College bowl season is upon us. I know that excites yes, you as is. well. Uh, two games Friday, six on Saturday. Oh, we got sports this weekend, baby. After last week, uh, what do you like here in the uh, first stretch of games?
8: Yeah, to, uh, to go quickly back to the Rangers, I think oh, yeah. Lighter and Rocker. You're going to need something out of Lighter and Rocker if you really want to, you know, go far. But they, those guys might be a year away, so that's something to keep an eye. On. Maybe you can get something second half of the year. But uh, onto the Bulls, I-, I love this season, this time of year, because yeah, weekday afternoon action. You sit there Friday morning and you can bet stuff, so it's so much fun. Um, as far as bets, I bet Fresno State, the line's getting away from me a little bit. I, I think they're up to three and a half, so I'd probably just lean towards a money line. I think you can still get minus one sixty. They are playing Washington State, who's been sort of hit here by the transfer portal. I just I, I like Fresno State. I think they have a quarterback. They have a defense. I was surprised. I know you guys were talking a little mock draft earlier. I I was looking at Todd McShay's quarterback drafts, and they had Jake Hayner, the Fresno State quarterback, 10th, which surprises me because I watch him play, and he he looks like he could play in the NFL. I I would take a shot on him in the second, third round. So that surprised me, but I did bet Fresno State on the money line. And uh, I think Florida, I think that line has gotten a little bit inflated here, up to the 10. I know they're on a third-string quarterback, but it's this kid Miller who was recruited by Ohio State was C.J. Stroud's backup. Uh, he's got some pedigree. You're still getting an SEC team here in Florida. You're getting ten, ten and a half. Um, yeah, Oregon State plays really slow. They're one of the the slower teams in terms of pace. So I think that 10's a little inflated. I, I think you and I both grabbed Oregon State on the opening numbers, but yeah. I think the uh, I think the ten and a half might be a, a little bit of a buyback spot.
6: Uh, Hayner, by the way, just to clarify, tenth uh, mocked quarterback, not tenth overall. Right. Obviously, right. yeah. Um, is there a, is there a bowl beyond this opening stretch that you like better than all of them a little later on?
8: I think UConn plays Monday against Marshall. So that's not that far down the road, but, uh, look, living in Connecticut, following this team, this is going to mean the world to them. And it's always dangerous to sit here. Like you say, play amateur psychologist. But this is a team that, speaking of Fresno State, they beat Fresno State, granted, without the quarterback, but they upset Liberty. They had some really good wins. They played tough all season long as an underdog. So I think they will be really fired up for this game. You're getting 10 with them. I mean, this is a team, they're, they're over-under. It was two and a half, juice to the under, and now they're sitting here in a bowl game. So I think this is going to mean a lot to them. I, I like UConn here, plus the points.
6: You're betting some basketball, pro and college, sort of on the DL. Are you betting those pre flop? you have anything today, or are you just mostly doing in-game stuff?
8: Lots of in-game, um, you know, NBA, you mentioned, you detailed the Celtics Lakers. That's why, man, you, you, if you're bad <laughs> it's it's NBA stuff every night, that I'm is, uh, that is, boy, that that's one way to make a living, my goodness, to sit there for three and a half hours and just have the ping pong ball go back and forth. And, it's an in-game uh, that, dream, that's that's a though, right? <laughs> From an in-game standpoint. If you catch it, it
6: is, if you catch it, right? yeah, for sure.
8: I mean, who's going to anticipate an eighteen-zero run by the Lakers, though? Nobody. And. and And as much as Boston gave it away, LA gave it right back. And, you know, it's funny, you should thank Westbrook because every time he shoots, it's a favor to the defense. It really is. Uh, It was was funny because that TNT broadcast could use a lot of work. Candace Parker, every time Westbrook grabbed the rebound or scored a point, she's like, oh, there's Russ again, doing everything. (laughs) And then you look at the end of the game, he shot 35%. He bricked a bunch of wide open shots, especially in overtime. Um, That was was the
6: thing Barkley was pointing out after the game. He's like, the three, you know, the big three for the Lakers, LeBron, Anthony Davison, and Westbrook, if we can include him in this conversation, they actually produced, and I know his percentage yeah. was terrible, but they still end up losing a game like that, right? So this would be this would have been on paper if you had told Lakers fans, you're gonna get this kind of production out of your, your most famous three players, uh, three best, you know, of 75 of all time players, you would expect to win a game like this and they and they still couldn't get it done. Did you agree with Reggie Miller when he kept saying, Oh, the Lakers are tired? I, I think they were, but weren't they, they weren't the team on the back-to-back. It was the Celtics who were on the back-to-back.
8: True. But I think the Lakers, their depth, their bench is so bad that they have no. to play Davis and LeBron more than they want to in crunch time. And then and they, they just run and, out of gas. So and they old.
6: And they old, right?
8: They, they old. Yeah. Yes. That one of those shots, Davis, uh, I think it was in overtime. He shot a three. I, I was worried he was going to break the basket. My goodness.
6: What's your, uh, what's your favorite NFL bets? What have you bet so far this weekend?
8: I like the Panthers. And boy, if they win this game, forget the fact that this could be one of the more unlikely division winners of all time. They control their own destiny. Forget all that because 4:15 Sunday afternoon, when they win this game, we will no longer have to hear that. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record. So Kelly, <laughs> get it out of your system. Now this will put the Steelers at five and nine. We can have a little burial ceremony for that little factoid. So uh, I do like the Panthers here.
6: Steelers have to go three zero and one the rest of the way to keep that uh to keep that <laughs> I alive. I do like a
5: burial ceremony idea. That's a good that's a good yeah. idea. Will we'll do something special for that?
6: What did you say? Will is the new Mike Tomlin has never uh, has never had a season under five hundred. You you declared something the new that oh mystery relevant. Everybody's you know everybody oh, uses that phrase yeah. Uh, is that the only yeah. thing you like? Just the Panthers? That's the only one.
8: I like the Jags too. I think Jags similar to like the too. Panthers. They have a chance to steal that division because the Titans are wobbly right now. The Titans have to play the Cowboys, the Chargers, and then at Jacksonville, if if Jacksonville could ever steal this game, I think Jacksonville is going to actually steal that division. I kind of like how Lawrence has played. I was not skeptical, but, you know, at least, um, you know, critical of this idea that he's transcended, but hey, he's looked apart the here these last few weeks. You never trust them to play back-to-back good games, but uh, he's played well here. Jags, I think, is my
6: favorite play of the weekend, for sure, in the NFL. I'll take all those points. Give me them points. Will, thank you. you wanted to plug something real quick at the end here? Twitch.tv slash Network. See you guys. Thanks. There it is. Will Hill at not the Will Hill with the two E's on the B. V-CENT contributor. And funniest guy in the room at all times. Love Will. We'll come back. Mike Pritchard joins us talk NFL next.